Hello there. I am happy you can join us today. This is one of the amazing messages of our annual conference, Above All Limits Conference 2020. The speaker is Reverend Steve Mensah, the founder and president of Charismatic Evangelistic Ministries and the Christ of the Rural World, Accra, Ghana. A ministry that is at the cutting edge of missions and mass evangelization in West Africa. So sit back and open your heart as you encounter a dynamic word that will change your life today in Jesus' name. Today we want to talk about walking in the favor anointing. Favor is an anointing. You must catch it. Say amen. I say favor is an impartation. It is an anointing. I see you catching favor. Without favor, your struggle will be endless. If you are a minister, you are a child of God, and God doesn't favor you, you will be at the back of the queue. And the queue is very long. It will take you a long time to get to your destiny. But when you are favored, God will take you from the backside of the desert and bring you in front. And he will give you preferential treatment. Say amen. amen. You are not one of the children. You are the child. Amen. Say amen. amen. You are not one of his daughters. You are the daughter. Amen. If you are a favored son, you are not one of the children. You are the son. Anytime you appear before God, he said, that is my son. Say amen. amen. May you be favored in this world. Amen. 2020, I don't know the theme for this house for this year, but let me add mine to it. 2020 is your year of favor. May God favor your going out. May God favor your coming in. May God favor your cause. May God give you divine favor wherever you go. May the Lord order your step and favor your cause. If you are the one I'm talking about, clap your hands and say, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one. To be favored me to be treated with extra kindness. Say amen. To be favored me to be selected among the lot and given a certain level of preference. You are the preferential daughter. Yes, sir. Say amen. amen. Our four children, my last daughter is called Deborah. And I love my, 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 my last daughter. She's like my best friend and everybody was everybody is jealous about the way i love my girl you know because of the circumstances leading to the way she was born i have extra love for her. when when the others commit sacrilege they are treated with harsh words but when my daughter makes a mistake oh debbie stop it <laughs> when they want pizza or they want something very extra they don't they send Debbie Debbie go and ask daddy for money for ice cream as soon as she comes daddy we want, we want pizza I want ice cream they, oh, see me come. when the others appear go 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 to your, go and see your mother <laughs> when I'm having a high level executive meeting Debbie is the only one who can walk into my conference room daddy I need money for pizza now I need money for pizza now and I will stop my meeting and I will count the money and give it to her a very important meeting with, 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 with foreign dignitaries and I hold it because she's my favorite daughter. That's the way God is treating you. God will come to an attention just because you have appeared in his boredom. Say, I received that preferential treatment 
from today you are not going to be treated as one of the children you are the child you are the one say i receive it three times one two give the lord a mighty shout today somebody is going to receive an anointing for favor even though the oil may wipe away from your face, it will leave an indelible mark on your face. Any office you enter, anywhere you enter, that favor will speak for you. Say, I receive that favor. Let me give you 10 quick definitions of what favor can be. Favor is God impacting you with blessings you don't deserve. Favor is God impacting your life with blessings you don't deserve this year 2020 receive an impartation of blessings you don't deserve number two favor is god taking you from zero to surplus from zero to surplus this year you are rising up to another level you are about to enter your surplus Say, I receive it. Number three. Favor will carry you to where connection cannot take you. Sometimes to, I don't know about UK here, but you know that those of you who are from Africa, when you want uh, a contract or you want a certain type of uh, job or something, you have to, they ask you, do you know somebody in government? Do you know someone who can connect you to somebody who can connect you to somebody? And you may not know anybody in, in any high position. But favor will carry you further than connection. I say favor you will take you where connection cannot go. Connection is limited. But favor is limitless. May favor carry you where connection cannot go. Say I receive that divine favor. Hallelujah. Favor, number four, favor will qualify you for a job you were not trained to do. Favor will qualify you for a job you are not trained to do. I'm, I'm an example of that, of that particular point. Because I've never been to Bible school in my, in my life. I've, ne I've never sat in a Bible class before. I have never taken a Bible class exams. I did, have never qualified from any school of any theology or anything in my life. And if you come to my office, I have a very big and a very beautiful office. You see the pictures of Jesus Christ and my family. <laughs> there is not one single certificate hanging anywhere in my office saying that I graduated from this uh, whatever theological with PhD or I don't have any of those things. I am doing a job I was not trained to do. Favor has qualified me for the ministry. Amen. Say amen. amen. I travel around the world with the gospel. I have over 500 pastors under me. I have so many things I cannot talk about. Yet, the work I am doing, I never sat in a class to take exams for it. It was the favor of God. You are going to do a job. You are going to do something that you were not qualified or trained to do. Favor will carry you 
from nothing to something. Say amen. Favor. Say amen. amen. Today, we are acquiring 2,000 acres of land to build a home for disabled people. We are building 9,000 homes. It is six and a half miles long. 69,000 families. Say amen. amen. Not, I was not trained to do it. It's favor that qualifies me for it. I say you are about to do something that will be mind-blowing. Say amen. amen. Favor in ministry. I have four streams of Bible school, Bible schools in my, in, my, in my church. Four streams. Yet the man who is leading it went, never went to Bible school. Have you seen some before? I'm a chancellor of my school, yet I've never been trained as a Bible student. I've never taken any Bible. I've never taken online course or any online anything in the world. Yet I am preaching everywhere in the world. It is favor. It's not your skill. Some of you who are following skill, we thank God for your skill. Some of you are following certificate, we thank God for your certificate. But look for favor. Because there are people carrying certificate, they are not going anywhere. We thank God for certificate, and we thank God for your exams. If it is exam that qualifies, then some of you have qualified for so many things long time ago. The horses have been laid, prepared for the battle. But victory is of the Lord. So you see, you can prepare yourself strategically for something. But if God does not favor you, you will still be in the queue and be marking time. Say amen. Just last week, we celebrated our 27th anniversary. So we call it anniversary and homecoming. On the Sunday, if you know our children, our children is one, two, three, then there's a small fourth level. It was jam and outside for first service. Jam and outside for second service. Jam and outside everywhere. See, amen? It can only take the grace of God. Look for the grace of God. See, amen? I have a friend. This friend of mine. He's been to all kinds of Bible school. Hampstead Bible School. Household Bible School. Everybody is online course. PhD. We attend his PhD ceremony. Only 25 people appear. His parties. Every, when I go to his office, he hangs. He, I'm not against certificates. But he has all these certificates. And for 31 years, his members is not up to 50. I said, brother, you don't have the favor of God. There's something you are doing that is grieving the spirit. Because if your ministry must grow according to certificates, look at your certificates. Look at your certificates. Yet, your members, they can't number up to 50. And yet, he, he's carrying, he's a bishop, he's a doctor, he's a whatever. When they are introducing him, it's a litany of posts. When I go to his church and I'm laying hands on people, he'll be standing behind me. He stands behind me. Then when I'm laying hands on his members, he says, he will say, take it, receive it. He needs it. He needs it. Yeah. Take it. You need it. <laughs> you need it. Receive it. Yeah, it's for you. It's for you. Take it. I'll be the one laying hands. You'll be the one commenting. <laughs> I have never seen him kneel down 
in front of a father for him to be prayed for. I have never heard him preach and make reference to a father. I have never seen him in any conference, anywhere. Sometimes you can have favor by who you are connected to. Because the grace upon somebody can rub off on you also. This year, I see God carrying you. With every doctorate you have, with everything you have, I see God favoring your cause. Say amen. Recently, I had a call from a, 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 a company or a group called I Change Nations. I Change Nations is a, is a, is a group or, or it's a company that awards uh, gives award to presidents and people who have changed their nation. I change nation. You can go there. You see Kenneth Kaunda and so many presidents that they are. So they call me and say, are you Reverend Steve? I say, I'm Reverend Steve. Are you Reverend Steve Mason? I say, I'm Reverend Steve Mason. Well, I change nation have seen your works. We want to give you the 2020 award. African Man of the Year Award 2020. Wow. Yeah. I don't have a PhD. I've never been to Bible school. I've never been to anything yet. I changed. They said, you are coming to the UN to receive that award. You have changed your nation. It's the favor of God. It's the favor of God. You are next in line for a mind-blowing favor. Say, I receive it four times. One, two, three. Give the Lord a mighty shout. Say amen. Favor will bring you wealth you didn't work for. Wealth. I know we always say things like, if you work very hard, you become wealthy. It's true. If you work very, very hard. But brother, it is not only hard work that makes a man wealthy. Hard. If it is hard work, then truck pushes in our villages, in Kintampo yam markets, Kaya those who carry yams and things, who work very hard in us. You are prospered by now. It is not hard work. It is hard work plus the favor of God. God must favor your hard work. Otherwise, your struggle. Peter said, we have toiled all the night and have caught nothing. So there is a toiling spirit where you toil so many years. There are people who have toiled 30 years, 20 years, 15 years. And you can't show what you have toiled for. You have toiled. Oh, yes. It's not just toiling. One word from Jesus brought a multitude of fishes. They enclosed great multitude of fishes and their net broke and they called the others. They called others to come and help them with the harvest. The favor that Jesus brought to the life of Peter got him an overflow. Meanwhile, he had toiled all the night. Somebody must break away from a toiling spirit. 
your years of toiling, they are over. Because if you put it in your head that I must toil, I must work hard. <laughs> Brother, then you are behind the queue of hard workers. <laughs> it's good to work hard. My wife will tell you, me, I don't know, I'm here to find men of God in my country who work as hard as I work. I work very hard. I work from Sunday to Sunday. I, work, I believe in hard work. I also believe that God must favor your work. Because if you are working very hard and God is not favoring you, you will be toiling. Hard work minus favor is toiling. I don't want to toil. I want the Lord to bless the work of my hands. From today, I see God blessing the work of your hands. Don't be toiling. So we don't have time for God. You are working, you are working, two jobs, three jobs, whatever you are working. But is God favoring you? God is not favoring you. You have a toilet spirit. We break, it's a curse and we break that curse. Amen. Amen. God must favor your work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see you driving the car you didn't buy. Yes, 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 yes. I leave you, I see you living a very huge apartment or a house. Oh, I see you. I see you living comfortably in the name. It is your divine inheritance to be comfortable. Many years ago, I used to suffer, but today I don't. I struggle to enjoy my, my blessings. I struggle to enjoy the blessings of the Lord because I'm always on the field. Say amen. May you receive supernatural wealth transfer. May somebody have a dream and see himself transferring 100 million pounds into your account. Is it possible? It's not possible. With man, it's not possible. With God, all things are possible. You are going to inherit what you didn't work for. Don't tell yourself that I must work for every penny. God must also bring you supernatural wealth transfer. Say amen. I had, when I launched our CEM Ability Village, I had a call from somebody in the US. He said, are you Reverend Steve? I said, I'm Reverend Steve. We have seen on the internet that you are launching a, 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 a disability village. I said, yeah. What is the cost of that village? I said, oh, we are working on this. I said, no, no, no. Give me an idea of how much. I said, about $400 million. Then she took, then I, I could hear him doing something. Say, your figures are wrong. I said, why are they wrong? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. How, many people are you go, how many people are going to stay in the village? How many? Well, no, no. He asked me a few questions. I answered. He said, I'll call you back. After 30 minutes, she called me back. In my estimation, you are going to need about $890 million to build that village. And my organization is planning to build it all for you. Yeah. I'm waiting for it. Say my organization. He said, not only are we building it, we shall sustain the village for 10 years and hand it over to you. Amen. Yeah. It's the favor of God. There's no amount of work 
I will do in my life to generate $890 million. There's no amount of work I will do. By the time I finish earning $1 million, I'm already dead. <laughs> so you must believe in supernatural wealth transfer. There is a billionaire somewhere who is thinking about you. Your phone number will appear on the radar of a certain billionaire. Your project will attract investors. Believe that there can be a supernatural wealth transfer. Believe it. Say amen. May I believe God for my wife say, honey, you are always dreaming. <laughs> when will you slow down? Because <laughs> I'm always dreaming. I'm always dreaming of big things. As of now, we have launched another project. Before I came here, we launched another project. At the place we are building prayer convocation center. If you go on our website, you see it. It will sit 10,000 people. It's on 86 acre of land. We are building homes and things to house people who come for retreat. Up to 5,000 people. We are building chapels here. We've designed the whole place. We launched it before I came. And we are building it. Next year by this time, it's already built. Oh, we are building it. Believe God for big things. And believe God for supernatural wealth transfer. May God raise 100 millionaires in this house. Say, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one. Only those who lifted their hands will be millionaires. Only those who lift their hands and jump on their feet shall become millionaires. I love you guys. Let me see you walking like a millionaire. Walking like a millionaire. How do millionaires wave? How do they eat? How do they dress? Simple. They are not contentious. A contentious is a struggler. You are getting there. I say you are getting there. God will blow your mind. Say amen. Favor is your greatest asset to your next breakthrough. Favor, your, your greatest asset is not your work. It's not certificate. Your greatest asset is favor. It will carry you to your next level. This year, God is sending you to your next level. God is sending this church to her next level. You are about to do a mind-blowing project. And I see God funding it. Say, I received the funding. I heard a man of God say something, and I love it. I wrote it here. He says, he said, one day of favor is better than 40 years of labor. One day of favor is better than 40 years of labor. May you encounter that one day of favor. Just one day, not two days. One day of favor will wipe away your years of labor. Say, I received that one day. Say, amen. Hallelujah. Favor is what you need to accelerate you to your next level. 
your, you see, favor is what will accelerate. To accelerate means to move with divine speed. To accelerate means the time required for the occurrence of something is reduced. Time and matter will be compressed for your sake. If it took your father 20 years to achieve something, that time, that distance, that matter will be reduced to two years for you. Say amen. Your acceleration is coming through your favor. May God accelerate, expedite, give you speed, give you divine, divine, may you have the speed of a cheetah. Say amen. By the time Ahab came to Jezreel, Elijah was already there. Elijah, when Ahab and the chariot left Mount Carmel to Jezreel, the Bible said, and the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah, and he accelerated him, and he overtook Ahab and his chariot, and he was at the entrance of Jezreel before Ahab and the chariots arrived. May God give you that speed. Those who have gone ahead of you, may God give you an overtaker's anointing. Whatever you have lost in life, whatever you lost in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, in 2020, may God accelerate. Oh, may He accelerate your wealth. Such a way that you shall recover all you lost in 2016. What you have lost is not lost. God is about to accelerate and you shall recover what you think you have lost. Say, I receive it, Lord. Divine acceleration. When I was in school, I had friends, colleagues who were doing so well. They were receiving prizes. Hey, God, help us. My home was broken. My father left. My mom was struggling. People were going for extra classes. Where was the money to go for extra classes? People were passing. People were whatever. Oh, God. Years later, I look out for those friends of mine. They are at the back. God has accelerated me. Say amen. God has moved me. One of my friends came to look for me. He said, Reverend Steve, I see you everywhere. I hear of you everywhere. I said, oh, you weren't in school. You, who could come near you? He was a very wild guy. Very, very, very intellectual guy. Don't be saying Do you understand it? Hey, the guy was too proud. Very, very proud. Very arrogant. He was in my office asking for money to feed his two daughters. But at school, it is not the way we begin. It's the way we are ending. The race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Brother, at the time, time and chance will happen to everybody. And 2020 is your time and your chance. God is going to pick you from the back side of the desert and accelerate you and bring you in front. Say, I receive it three times. Two, three. Hallelujah. Favor will give you, will put you ahead of your contemporaries. Favor will give you competitive edge, a leading edge. 
may you become primus inter pares. Become first among your equals. It's a Latin word. Primus inter pares. To become first among your equals. I see you becoming first among your equals. You can't come to church, serve God and become last. You can't come to church, serve God, sing for the Lord, worship the Lord. And when, and when the time comes, you are lacking behind. It is minus you. I see you prospering, becoming great. I see you wealthy in this country. When they are counting the wealthy people, I see you being numbered among the wealthy people. I see the Lord bless you, becoming an influence in your society here and back to wherever you are coming from in Kenya, Uganda, wherever you are coming from. I see you influencing your country. See, I receive it. Number 10, favor will give you sweatless triumph. Favor will give you sweatless triumph. May you triumph sweatlessly. Hallelujah. Your pastor was talking about the next phase of harmony. May you achieve that, that objective without sweat. Without sweat. Without sweat. Hallelujah. I want you to turn with me to the book of Genesis, chapter number 39. Genesis 39. And I want to read from verse 1. Genesis 39, verse 1. The Bible said, and Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him out of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down hither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. Say it with me, and the Lord was with Joseph. And he was what? A prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight. And he served him. And he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had, he put in his hand. And it came to pass, from the time that he had made him overseer in his house, and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. I love the next verse. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. And he knew not what he had, Save the bread which he did eat. Let's all read the last part. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Say it again. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Say amen. If you know the, if you know the history of ancient Egypt, you will know that when you are brought there as a slave, you will die a slave and a pauper. There is no way a slave will prosper in Egypt. They have devised the system such a way that once you are a slave, you die a slave and the children you give birth to will follow suit. You can never prosper in Egypt as a slave. You don't prosper. In fact, where are you going to pass to prosper? Are you going to buy and sell? 
When, you see, when the Ishmaelites brought him to the Egyptian market, if you go to a typical Asian Egyptian market, you see that they sell things in clusters. They have grapes, they have fruits, they have vegetables market, they have cloth, clothing market, they have slippers market, they have all kinds of meat market and everything. Then they have the slave market. So when you finish shopping and all this, then you also give, go to the market where they sell slaves. When you go there, you see all the slaves, young, young people, young boys, young children. You see three-year-old, five-year-old with their mothers and everything. Then you see other people. So you look through. And then you say, okay, I want that boy. Bring that boy. Then they, bring, then they will turn you around like somebody is examining a horse to buy. They say, how much is this? Says, Maybe 200 shekels or something. So, okay, I'll buy him. Then you are bought and paid for. Once you are bought, you become the property of the person who, buy, who bought you. And you are his property forever. Forever. He can do with you what he wants. So, Potiphar went to the slave market and bought he, It was God who led him to choose Joseph. Examine and bought him and brought him to the house. And when he brought him out, the Bible said, and God was with him and made him a prosperous man. Is God with you? Brother, you can be in church and God is not with you. That's for being in church. Everybody comes to church. Witches come to church. Wizards come to church. Uh, everybody comes to church. Stupid people come to church. It is not everybody who comes to church. He's a Christian or he's a child of God. There are certain things you do that makes you a child of God. There are pastors who are not Christians. The title pastor is different from being a Christian and practicing Christianity. There are pastors who have lost the basic Christian principles. There are people with microphones who don't know God. They are lecturers. It's a skill. It's an art. There is a guy in my country. That, haven't you seen? Haven't you seen Clint Eastwood acting like a pastor before? Clint Eastwood is he a pastor? I watched a movie, and he was preaching. In fact, I was very depressed because he preached better than me. <laughs> While Clint Eastwood, this guy was preaching. <laughs> Comedians are preachers. So, preaching is nothing. This actor, there is a movie called Greenleaf. Eh? Have you watched it? The guy, the guy who is a pastor. Is, is the guy a pastor? The guy has, he's nowhere a bishop. He's nowhere near Christianity. My wife was watching it. I was watching it. I said, what are you watching? So he's watching the movie called Greenleaf. I said, what is it about? What, 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 this, guy, I said, this, guy, this guy, I know him in so many movies. He's acting like a bishop. He was in the pulpit preaching. So, Acting like a bishop doesn't make you a Christian. Uh -huh. There are actors, people who are acting as Christians. There are children who have followed their parents to church. They are not Christians. They are where they live, they have to follow their parents to church. But it doesn't make them Christians. There are wives who follow their husband to church, but they are not Christians. My husband is going to have to go. To become a Christian, you have to know God for yourself. You have to worship God for yourself. If you don't know how to posconius, how to kneel down and worship individually, read scriptures by yourself and practice Christianity, you're not a Christian. If you have it independently received the Lord as your Savior and have a personal fellowship with him, you're not a Christian. 
You can be a pastor. You are just ready to come and preach. You're not a Christian. You don't practice Christianity. You have love. Say amen. And God was with him. Ask somebody, is God with you? If God is with you, you will know it. Say amen. If God is with you, you will know it. Otherwise, you are an actor. You are like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Acting like a pastor with a clerical. All these actors, one, movie, one moment they are shooting. This guy, there's a Washington. One moment he's shooting. Another moment he's smoking. Another moment he's a pastor. <laughs> and God was with him. And he became a prosperous man in Egypt. It doesn't happen. And his master saw may the unbelievers see you making it because of the God you serve. Because some people they are working with unbelievers but they don't see anything. There must be a difference. They must see the, they must see the glory of God upon your life. Anytime your name is mentioned at management or board meeting, it must be treated with respect. That guy has, you see, that they, they must see that you are a different person in the company. You must not follow the status quo. You must not be part of the numbers. You must be different. And being different because of God means a lot. You don't join them in what you do. You don't join them in cursing. And all. You are different. Your principles are strong. Your Christianity is deeply rooted. You don't do alcohol. You don't do smoke. You don't smoke. You don't. You don't chase like the chase. You don't swear. You don't use f words. You don't do futu futu eleven. You know what is futu futu eleven? When re when the regular players are not available, they go to the touchline and they pick. Anybody who is available, can you play number six? Can you play number five? It means they are just selected. It's called Futu Futu 11. Yeah. It means they are mixing the players because the regular players are not present. So they go to the touchline. You, you can play number six. You, you can do number seven. You be a goalkeeper. Come on. Oh, yeah. Go quickly. It's called Futu Futu 11. You are not just Futu Futu 11, you are outstanding. You are different. And, and be happy that you are different. Because of, your, because of the principles of Christianity. There are certain things you don't do in your house. When you, when, you, when, you have, when you have a guest in your house, you don't serve alcoholic beverages to the guest. They say, well, uh, we must be relevant to you know, everybody. You know, we have to, we have to be so needed to all, man. So a friend can visit you and he's, you are serving vodka, whiskey. What's wrong with you? You have lost it. Serve orange juice. If you can't drink orange juice, the door is there, you can go. And God was with him. That's why God is not with a lot of people. Because the principles around you are weak. So God doesn't find himself comfortable in your house. There's worldliness, worldly music, worldly things in your house. So God can't stay there. 
So God is not with you. But you are a Christian. You come to church. You have a Christian name. But God is not with you. You have a Christian name. Catherine. Katrina. God is not with you. And God was with Joseph. And he was what? A prosperous. If God is truly with you, you will become a prosperous person. If God is truly with you, your way shall be prosperous. So if you are in this country and you are always poor, always in need, always poor, always in need, watch your life. And number two, the guy had an impeccable integrity. Such a way that the man could leave every, his whole wealth into the hands of Joseph. And he knew not what he had, save the bread which he did eat. Integrity, in, not only integrity, impeccable integrity. It's, not, it's very difficult to trust Christians today. You can't have a business with a Christian sister. You can't have a business with a Christian brother. You can't, when you give money to a Christian brother, you are watching over the money because you don't trust the guy. They are pathological lies. They lie breathing and breathing. When they are breathing, they are lying. When they are breathing out, they are lying. Some people are full of lies exaggerators. They are never honest with anything. Nothing around you is honest. So God has packed his bag and left you. But you still are in church. You still sing. You still dance. But God is not with you. Dancing doesn't mean God is with you. Jumping doesn't mean God is with you. Being a dickhead. We are the latest dickens of this church. Does that mean God is with you? You, you are carrying a title. Say amen. amen. Are you there or not there? I am very close to the pastor. It doesn't mean God is with you. I'm a tight payer. It doesn't mean God is with you. You can be a tight payer. God is not with you. The trumpet will sound. You can easily be left behind. You will be left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. The day the trumpet will sound, then we will know who God is with. There will be rapture. And the people we think should be raptured will be left behind. Because all this time, God is never with them. So, beloved, that is what the Bible says. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Your own. Not the wine, not the corporate one. Shall we all sing? Shall we all worship? Shall we all sing? No, 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 no. Your own. Your personal lifestyle. What you say, what you do when no one is watching is who you truly are. An unrepentant life. There are some people who don't have repentance at all. They just come and like, when they come to church, oh, hello, 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 hello. What's going on? What's going on? Where is Wally? Where is Wally? <laughs> you can easily be left behind. I never knew you. Not I don't know you. I never knew you. What is your name? You say, what? Oh, Eh? You don't belong here. Oh, I used to go to HCC. I used to sit in front. Eh? What is HCC? What is HCC? 
We don't know. It's, it's, we know those who have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb. They don't know names. There's not a Presby, Catholic, Charisma. They don't know anything. Have you washed your life in the blood of Jesus? Are you born again? Is Christ in you? Do you forgive people? There's not like ACC, HMM, H4O, there's not like that. CEM, there's not like that. We are the ones who are giving us. When we go to heaven, we are all in a long queue. And the books will be open. Say, I hear, I hear you. Look, I am not a guest in this place. This is my brother's house. This is my brother's church. And I'm preaching in his church. The Bible said, and the man left everything in his hands. Save the bread which he did. That means that the guy had integrity, calculated Everything was very honest. Some people are thieves. Stealers. Stealing with smile. Hello. <laughs> Stealing. See, man. Number seven. Look at number seven. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wanted not what is with me in the house, and he had committed all that he has in my eye, and there's none greater than his house, and I know that I can't get back anything from me. Babala, he was saying that I don't want to lie with, even though there is blood in my veins, and I have fearings. Fearings. Say fearings. It is not every door they open for you must enter. It is not every breast you must squeeze. It is not every tongue you must kiss. It is not every lady you see who has opened up you must have sex with. Joseph, you are sleeping all over the place. You are losing it. Read your Bible. Fornicators, adulterers, effeminate, abusers of themselves with mankind shall not make it. So you can sit at the back, sit in the middle, sit in front. If you are fornicator, that means that you are sleeping with your boyfriend who hasn't married you. You are a fornicator. I don't care the Bible you are reading. I don't care where you are geographically located. You are a fornicator. The guy hasn't married you. You are sleeping with the guy. You are married, sleeping with other women. Say amen. Uh, I tell you that twice uh, you married. I don't care your philosophy. Lie with me. He said no. And he and she harassed Joseph. Sometimes she will call Joseph. Joseph, Joseph. Joseph said, Yes, ma. Yes, ma. Yes, ma. Said, There are mosquitoes in my room. Please come and spray the mosquitoes. So Joseph will go for Sasso in certified spray. By the time he opens the door, the woman will be standing naked with her breast like this. 
Joseph, come and squeeze the breast. Come and squeeze the breast. It's not every breast you should go and squeeze though. <laughs> if you squeeze every breast, you are squeezing your life. By refusing, he ended up in prison. But God was with him in prison. Some no will send you somewhere. It's better for you to say no and suffer the consequences of the no than to enjoy pleasure for a season. And some people are enjoying pleasure by this for a season. Time a day will catch up with you. Very soon, your sins will find you out. And unless you repent, you go to hell. I don't believe that a good God will take some people to hell. I don't believe, I believe in heaven, but I don't believe in hell. Really? You going to meet some people there? Read your scriptures. People go to hell. People are going to hell. And some are going to heaven. When you go home, open your gas and put your hand over the gas for five minutes. That's a taste of hell. Hell is real. Effeminate, adulterous, idolaters, uh, uh, abusers of themselves with mankind. Are you getting me? Men versus men doing abominable things. Read your scriptures. They shall end up in hellfire. If you don't like what I'm saying, the door is your front. Say that. A good God will take you to hell. So, well. Uh, in this 21st century, I think this kind of messages are a kick. A kick! A kick! Why do you think we have coronavirus? God is humbling the world. The world is too proud. We are overconfident. Our wealth, our money is humbling us. And we are dying by the day. And guess what? We will continue to die. There's nothing we can do about it. Until we turn to him in praise. Until we cry unto him. Somebody gave me a prophecy. There's prophecy on my, of my phone. He gave in 2016 what was going to happen in 2020. It's on my phone. I don't, you have it. I'll forward it to you. He gave a prophecy in 2016 of what is happening in 2020. So this is God humbling the world. I went to China to go and preach and I and they put me in a very beautiful hotel. Beautiful hotel. And the manager, who was attending to me, the manager said, the manager said, do you believe in Jesus? I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in God. In China, we believe that you are the God. There's no God anywhere. You are the God. You can make, your, you can make things happen for yourself. You are the God. There's no God anywhere. They don't believe there's God anywhere. They don't believe there's God anywhere. We don't believe. You are God. You are God. There's no God anywhere. You, we Chinese people, we are God. God is humbling them. And we are dying. And we'll continue to die. 
that the Lord will save the wine and the oil. Say amen. amen. May we find a cure. I say may we find a cure. Hallelujah. Are you there? The Bible said in verse number 19. And it came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife, which she had, which he spoke unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant did to me that the, the, his wrath was kindled. And Joseph's, and Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor which means favor is given and whatever is given can be received say amen i see you receiving favor today and gave favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison and the keeper of the prison committed to joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison and whatsoever he did there he was the doer of it. And the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under him. Right? Because the Lord was with him. And that which, they, they, which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Prisoners don't prosper. Prisoners don't prosper. But he prospered. Hallelujah. Are you there? He met the butler and the baker, the butler was restored to the bottle with his butlership. He was restored. Pharaoh had a dream. He couldn't interpret the dream. The butler remembered that there is a guy in prison who interpreted his dream that he was going to restore to his butlership. And he mentioned Joseph to Pharaoh. And Joseph was brought to Pharaoh. And in one day, everybody say one day. Not two days. In one day. In just one day, the favor that God, that the Lord brought to Joseph, it wiped away all his years of labor. See, amen. Genesis 41, my last scripture, reading from verse 37. Genesis 41, verse 37. And when I read the blessings, I want you to receive it, connect to it. See, amen. Connect to it because you are the next in line. Amen. <coughs> you are the next in line. <clears throat> Verse 37. And the thing was good in the, in the eyes of Pharaoh. In the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servant, Can we find such a one as this? A man in whom the spirit of God is. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, for as much as God has shown thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be, thou shalt be over my house. Say, I receive it. And according unto thy word shall my people be ruled. Only in a throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set over all the land of Egypt. I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. 
And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it in Joseph's hand. That is transfer of power and transfer of authority. No Egyptian king will remove his ring and give it to a slave. Except God has favored you. No Egyptian because by, by you becoming a king, you have crossed the bloodline. Because their inheritance is by bloodline. That is why the son of an Egyptian will rule in his stead. But Joseph is a total stranger, a slave with a criminal record. How does he transfer authority to him? It can only take favor. Look at the next verse. It says, and Pharaoh took off his ring and, his hand and put it in there. And Joseph said, and I read him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. May gold chain be found around your necks. A symbol of prosperity. Say amen. <laughs> next verse. And he made him to ride in the second chariot. Do you know what it means for a slave with a criminal record to ride in the second chariot of Pharaoh? And the Egyptians are the ones bowing their knees to a slave. It doesn't happen except the Lord is with you. Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And they cried before him, bowed the knee, and he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. Next verse. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, this is the part I like, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. It means if you want to cough, eh, you have to take permission from Joseph. Joseph, can I cough, please? Say yes. How much can I? About two, okay, two or three times. <coughs> no man shall lift his hand or foot. Except you take permission from Joseph. From zero, he entered a surplus. From nothing, he became something. He was a slave and God took him. I don't know who you are, where you are coming from, but this year, 2020, you are stepping into your surplus. Favor is going to carry you. You are going to receive an anointing for favor. Say, I receive it. And then I love the last scripture. Put it there. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I'm Pharaoh. Uh, he said, and Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zaphnapania. And he gave him to wife Asna, the daughter of Potiph, Potiphar, priest of On. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. It means that now Joseph has become, become an Egyptian. He has dual citizenship. A foreigner ruling the whole land of Egypt. Do you know what it means for an Egyptian to come into the palace and bow to an alien, to a foreigner, to a slave? It takes God for it to happen. May the Lord make you great on this land. May favor carry you. Say, I hear you. Tonight is your night of favor. I said tonight, I don't know what is coming for the rest of the days, but tonight may God carry you on the wings of favor. 
where, from today, wherever you go, any office you enter, whoever you meet, anywhere, may favor speak for you, may favor carry you, may favor entrench you, may you epitomize favor in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110 or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.